Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we have a very quick video we want to share with you. And the title is, Who is Going into the Thousand-Year Reign of Christ? Very exciting topic here. So Susan, tell us a little bit about uh, this short clip that we're sharing with everybody. Right. Well, this program is specifically about the coming thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And where does that take place in the time scenario of the Bible? Well, actually, first we see the rapture, which is the end of the church age. And then we see the restrainer who has been holding back evil allowing the Antichrist to step forward and the beginning of the seven-year tribulation period, which is going to be the worst time in human history where evil rises up for a seven-year period. And, of course, we have information on that if you want the whole picture. You know, I recommend you go to our series, Revelation for Beginners and Daniel for Beginners, in which... You can take a look at that. We go over that by line by line. But for the sake of time, we can't cover, you know, all these chapters. What we're doing is we're taking a look at what happens at the end of the seven-year tribulation period is the beginning of a new era. And we call it the millennial reign of Jesus Christ who comes with his church back at the end of seven years of tribulation and stops the enemy at that point. And then he steps into the role as the king of kings and the lord of lords over the earth during a thousand years. Now, the question that we address in this video is who is going into that thousand-year reign? And so we've done a clip on that, and so we're just going to introduce that for you to listen and hear what we have to say about who exactly will be part of the thousand-year reign and who are these groups of people. There's four main groups, and we're going to talk about it in this next important clip. I just want to mention for everybody something that will help clarify Scripture to understand more clearly, just who will join Jesus at the end of the seven-year tribulation leading into the thousand-year reign of Christ, that period of a thousand-year reign. Okay, well, there's four main groups, and how are they divided up? All right, well, first of all, one of the first groups is the Old Testament believers, who I mentioned before, we talked about that in verse 2, uh, the ones that sleep in the dust of the earth that awake and you know it says some to everlasting life and then some to shame and everlasting contempt the ones to everlasting life go forward into the next life and that's that group leading up to the rapture these are the dead in christ they have existed for thousands of years they have been about thousands of years they're the dead that are brought up out of the earth to go out uh, in their glorified bodies with the ones living at the time of the rapture. Now, are they just all Jews? No, no. Even in Old Testament, especially not New Testament, because, you know, the Gentiles have come into salvation through Jesus Christ. But even in the Old Testament, there are so many believers 
that are not necessarily Jewish or Israelites. So let me mention how we know this. Well, first of all, you take the, you know, like here are some potential people that might be saved to go into the thousand year reign. We might see Lot's daughters. They were called Moabites, but they were not in direct lineage of Abraham. And then Abraham also had another wife after Sarah died and, and those children. And many of those could have been saved. We also see Ruth, who's the daughter-in-law of Naomi, and she married Boaz. And then we had Rahab, the prostitute, who was rescued from Jericho. Uh, there was also Abel, who was killed by Cain, who was not, you know, actually in the direct lineage of Jesus. That would have been, you know, later of Brother Seth. And we even speculate that people like Nebuchadnezzar might have been saved and Darius later in Persia. And, you know, people like Queen of Sheba, there was the wife of Solomon, the Shulamite woman, the Egyptian wife of Joseph, who was the mother of Ephraim and, and Manasseh. We saw the Ethiopian that was baptized in the water, you know, and there's also the Gentiles that Jesus encounters, Cornelius, the captain who asked for Jesus to heal his servant, and even the woman who asked deliverance for her child who was not a Jew. So all these people were believers, not Jews, that potentially, you know, we're going to see potentially in chosen to be among those in the thousand year reign and for eternity. Okay, so then another group would be the rapture church, the church that is raptured, the ones who are alive after the dead in Christ rise, then the raptured church, that's the bride of Christ. And we see them as also entering in uh, pre-tribulation. Okay, so they'll come back with Jesus when he stops Armageddon. They are the army dressed in white linen who join him to stop Armageddon. And so they enter into the thousand-year reign. And another group would be the believers who remain at the conclusion of tribulation. And these were those in their physical bodies... And the ones that I mentioned that are divided between the goats and the sheep. So this would actually be the sheep who um, are selected to go into the thousand-year reign judged by Jesus as worthy. And that would be that group. And then finally, the fourth group is what we consider to be the believers who actually died for Christ during the tribulation period. These are those in Revelation 20, verse 4. It says, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads, or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Okay, so that's that final group. So in review, just real quick, here's who goes into the thousand-year reign with Jesus at the last, following seven years of tribulation. It's going to be exactly Old Testament believers um, up to the rapture of the church, anybody in that grouping that were the dead in Christ— who died before the rapture, and they come out, their bodies come out of the ground, and they're given, at that point, a resurrection body, a glorified body, along with the rapture group. They are the living that come out after the dead in Christ rise and receive their glorified body. Then the living, they come out and receive the glorified body, and they literally never die. 
they never experienced death. Okay, so that group goes into the thousand year reign. Group number three is believers who remain at the conclusion of tribulation. They're living. Then God judges, you know, the sheep and the goats, and it's going to be the sheep in reference to that scripture. And then finally, the believers who died for Christ gave up their life during tribulation. And they will be raised also from the dead to go into the thousand-year reign because they refuse to take the mark of the beast. Now, here is something I want to add. Uh, does anybody who just refuses to take the mark of the beast automatically allowed to go into the thousand-year reign? Not unless they are a believer of Jesus Christ. And so it's very important that everyone become a believer of Jesus Christ so, I mean, there can be people who refuse to take that mark, and they don't even care about Jesus. So, you've got to also be a believer at that point. Okay, so that is uh, the four groups that we're going to see enter into the thousand-year reign here at the end. Okay, well, great. I hope that helps people get a better understanding of the different groups that we see who will be joining the Lord in the next life in, in what we call the thousand year reign. We also get a feel for who won't be there as well, you know, so it's kind of both ways. But uh, we hope this gives you a little bit more understanding of Bible prophecy and how this all comes together. So this gives us also more of an understanding of the groups and who will not be part of that as well. So what we're doing here is we're trying very hard to connect the dots of Bible prophecy and how all of this fits together in the, you know, in the coming years that lie ahead, which is not really so far off, actually. And so we hope that this helped you gain greater understanding of how God has laid this plan out for us. Amen. Amen. And so you'll be able to find this on our uh, YouTube channels, Marriage Supper of the Lamb, and my channel, and of course, Rumble channels, as well as BitChute, and also on podcast. And please do leave your comments below this video. We would love to hear from all of you. Come and visit us on our uh, Facebook pages as well, as well as our Twitter page. We'd love to see you guys there. And Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, just thanks to you, Dina, for all your hard work on these projects. And uh, we look forward to the next Jesus 24-7 show. Amen. Stay tuned for that. All right, everybody. Have a great day. God bless.